0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews. Today we rejoin Wes Anderson in that quirky mind of his, and we're going to discuss his latest film, Asteroid City, which with like a 9.3 million opening uh, Friday and weekend is his biggest theatrical opening ever, which kind of blows my mind because I remember when Grand Budapest Hotel came out and it felt like, wow, wow. More people have seen this than any of his movies, so this is probably a good trend that people are going to the theater, people are continuing to support this interesting point of view this director has. Wes Anderson is joined by one of his favorite actors, Jason Schwartzman, who you'll see in almost all of his films. Edward Norton's in the film, you've got Scarlett Johansson, Tom Hanks, Jeffrey Wright, Bryan Cranston and then a cavalcade of tons of new child actors who were all pretty damn good, including Sophia Lillies from the It movies, Um, and, you know, Leah Schreiber's in this movie. Jake Ryan kind of plays Woodrow, who's Jason Schwartzman's son in the film and definitely feels like that Wes Anderson child character (laughs) who we've all come to see in most of his movies. Asteroid City, I i don't know what the objective with the story here was because you've got a telecast about a play about a playwright discussing the play that he was putting on with the actors of the play who you watch in the movie there's like a there's like such there's a lot of unnecessary layers in this movie and it's really frustrating Because, as always, the Wes Anderson aesthetic is charming. It's simple, but also ridiculous. It blends this world of, like, that almost looks fake, but I can see them interacting with this real prop. And so they just created the goofiest-looking bike stand or, you know, whatever strange item he needs in his films. And so Asteroid City follows this father and his children who break down in this town where a crater hit, hundreds of thousands of years ago. There's some talk of aliens. There's a lot of super smart kids who are here to showcase their scientific abilities. And there's a story of grief and Schwarzman's character as the father kind of overcoming his wife's death and opening his kids up to it, but then also meeting an actress and Scarlett Johansson there. And it's just odd trying to keep track of, okay, I know... This is supposed to be a play, but obviously it's set up like it's a real place. And I think a lot of the audience was kind of with me. I went on, I think, a Thursday afternoon, the day it had come out, and everybody had a good time. Everybody laughed. There's tons of oddities and clever quirks that entertain. They definitely make you smile. Tons of stuff to make you laugh. But the whole of it, the whole of it just feels weird when you kind of put it together and you get these moments back to a narrator, back to Ed Norton as a playwriter, talking with some of the actors out of character. And, you know, you feel like you're just in a totally different movie. I don't know if they wanted to kind of do like a Birdman thing where we have really serious actors and we're talking about the importance of this work. And you have Babylon bits where you know we're going to audition. And we're going to show you just how real this one scene and My Emotion can be. And then we're going to jump back to the real movie, which is a play, but is being shown as a... Produ- I don't, it just, it kind of bugged me. And it takes you out of the movie here and there. Because it felt like, you know, for an hour and 45 minute film, it kind of felt longer than it was. And Wes Anderson has his classic, you know, it's Act 1. These are scenes 3 through 6. And then about 10 minutes later, it's like, now you're on scenes 7 through 12. And you've got a fun little card stock that he's doodled on. There's a faux intermission in the movie. Um, I just, I've, it kind of makes me think a lot about, you know, much to Wes Anderson's chagrin. He's become a TikTok Instagram trend in the sense that people are using AI to kind of create what a Wes Anderson Star Wars might look like or Wes Anderson's Lord of the Rings, and you always have to have a narrator, and there's always words that are just ridiculously uncommon, and kind of hard to pronounce, but they're said with just such standard procedure that you're like, oh sure, I had a laryngectomy." That that's not even, I'm, I'm using a horrible example here, just because so I, I can't think of anything quite like this man's mind does, but when you hear some of these words or phrases, you're like, what does that mean... Like, what is he saying to me right now? That's <laughs> just so bizarre. Uh, but I just... I don't know. These trends, I'm like... They, they kind of nailed him. They got him dead to rights. From the costuming to... Obviously, certain actors he usually works with and how you could see them in some of these roles. Anytime you're going on a quest, you know, you, you couldn't just have a lightsaber. It would be an illuminated sword wrapped in a hot dog wrapper. Or, I don't know, he makes the most of the tools that he has around him, and then characters will bring something extra, like Big League chewing gum. You gotta have that for any adventure. I don't know. They they just, they've done a really good job at essentially showcasing everything that has made him the director he is, and why I think people seek out his movies. Because whether it looks good or bad, whether the story makes sense, or looks like it makes sense, you know at least you're in for a visual feast, and you know there's just going to be something silly about it all. And there's not, even though they're dealing with some serious subject matter sometimes, it's not ever presented in a way that's just totally doom and gloom. We're taking this and we need you to accept it as serious. There's tons of brevity and light moments. Um, And so Asteroid City just kind of ends up being this... Odd hodgepodge of all the things that he's used to and used to doing that usually works for audiences, and you're just kind of left wanting maybe like a complete story or feeling satisfied with the the story that you were being presented with and the characters that you spent time with and are trying to understand. Um, I just, I don't know. It was fine. It was fun. People laughed. I laughed, and I had a good time. But. I just was really hoping for a better story, a more flushed-out, singular focus. Or even if you have three different storylines, maybe do a a better job at intersecting them. Or kind of weaving them together for a better payoff in the ending. Because it feels like it ends really uh, really abruptly. And at some point, it also just feels like, hey, can I throw this guy in the movie? Even if he doesn't have any lines, I don't think Bob Balaban says one word in the movie, but he's been in tons of Wes Anderson's movies. And I don't, you know, maybe it's like a safety crutch thing because he does like working with a lot of the same people. Adrian Brody's in the movie, you know, he's great for his little bits. Margot Robbie is a picture and then a few words in the movie and, you know, kind of Babylon esque again with some of that, but it just, you know, I'm like, you're, you're overpacking this movie when you don't need to. Tony Rivoli, who was exceptional in the Grand Budapest Hotel. You know, it was great to see him again on the screen, but he's given nothing to do. And it almost just feels like, okay, if you got rid of about half these people and really focused on the story, still keep your fun little dialogue, keep the the lightness to the serious tone, whatever. But I just feel like it would have made a more concise an enjoyable product that everybody can kind of get behind and really follow because it kind of just becomes a game of like, Oh, look, it's him. Hey, it's him. And they're gone. And this was just like a half joke or it's like, Hey, it's Tilda Swinton. Let's justify her being here, you know? So I, again, asked you, you know, this is a movie you could watch at home and have a real enjoyable time with, I'm sure. But Despite this earning his best theatrical opening, I don't know if you necessarily need to contribute to it right now when there's other films out there that I think provide a much better whole payoff for the viewer. Love Wes. Love what he was trying to do here, but I think his biggest enemy is himself sometimes, and he can't get out of his own way. And even though he says that he hates that people are making videos that are making fun of his style or trying to tell the world that this is what a Wes Anderson movie is, I think he might need to go back to the drawing board a little or take a whole hard look at himself in the mirror and say, yeah, you know what? That is what I knew. And how can I utilize that now? Or how can I utilize this perception that people have of that and either turn it on its head and give you something you've never seen from me before or just make a really quality version of what everyone knows you can do. And so if you put that effort into one or other, I'm sure Asteroid City flushes itself a lot better. And some of these ideas of grief, playwriting, what it's like to put a production on, you know, there's tons that he wants to say, but it's all almost just thrown at you in word vomit. And you're like, oh, okay, sure. No, I, I get that. That has to be hard. I'm sure I didn't think that this many people worked on this thing. I i don't know. I'm like, you're just telling me these things. You're having Brian Cranston tell me these things as a narrator rather than me feeling it and seeing it and i think that's just where this movie makes a a few too many missteps so as much as i'd love to recommend it i would still say yeah if it's on streaming watch it at home it's a good time all his movies are fairly fairly enjoyable but don't expect some of the depth that you might have gotten with moonrise kingdom grand budapest rushmore some of those other films of his for my money, you got to go see No Hard Feelings. That's that is the movie release of this weekend and we're going to get to that next. So stay tuned you guys. Thanks again.